you know, I'm really glad that the weather's cooling down so I could wear this beanie. Let's go. Because I love it. It was not a thing a few months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad because I'm wearing my pants right now. Yeah. My soccer pants are warm. So yeah. I'm, I'm so comfortable right now. Dude, ready. Yeah. Welcome to the Soul Tapes podcast. Yes. My name is Adam Cruz. My name is Antonio Reyes. And we want to kind of do a part two to the last conversation and you know i you know Antonio, you brought up an interesting kind of perspective and and you know thinking about you know a certain thinking about our faith thinking about yeah. the foundation of what we're holding on to yeah. in a in a time like this in a time like 2020 thinking about everything that's going on um you know if you want to elaborate what yeah you know, no some of the things you're thinking about i i think that we live in a time where I think the question I would ask all of us is what is your source of affirmation, of security, of hope in your life, right? Because many of us were holding to a, an illusion of of perhaps, you know, maybe our job, maybe our work, maybe our job, maybe our our family, maybe our our um, political party, maybe um, you know, you can extend it yeah. to whatever hobbies, else. Things hobbies, like that, whatever yeah. it is, you know. And I think many of us, we um, that identify with Jesus, you know, I think we were hesitating because I feel we lack the the understanding and the devotion into understanding what Jesus said about this, right? How this idea of the kingdom of God, of the purpose of God, of of, of the will of God works here, here on earth. And I think the question that I would throw right now, you know, is like, what is your source of affirmation of, of security, you know, of purpose, of direction? Because that thing that you're holding on is going to lead you, was going to sustain you through this, through the season, right? The season where we live in and there's, um, there's chaos, there's um, separation, there's um, so much hostility, there's, there's so many things going on that um, I would assure, like, you need to revalue where is your source, what is your hope, and what our faith plays in this yeah. matter right now. Yeah, you know, as, as you're talking about this, something that, that comes to mind is I think a lot of people have a misconception about people of faith, people who believe in God, believe yes. in a higher power, believe in Jesus. Um, I think they, that that... I hear a narrative that people think that that Christians have like live in a in a sense of delusion, mm, right? Mm -hmm. Like thinking yes. that oh everything's gonna be okay. You just you know pray for it. Like God is a genie, and you just yes. pray that you're gonna win the lotto and it's gonna happen. Pray for for peace on earth and it's gonna happen, right? And people think, well, you know that sounds crazy, right? Like like you can't just the thing that we live in Disneyland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like our own you know happiest place on earth, and it's like and. And I think that that's a really like bad misconception of what it means yes. to be a person of faith or to to believe in God, to believe that God is with us. Um, is not God is not um, a tool in our toolbox. You know, it's not like this magical thing. You know, God is not an iPhone where we just dial something up and it pops up, right? You know, because the thing about yep. you know things like that is that it's it's a part of it's something that we can control. That's yep. what that's what it makes it seem like. Like God is something that we can control, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. But the reality is, is like what it means to be you know someone with faith. And going going back to the question that you're asking is is what are we holding on to in this year? What are we holding on to in a time where the foundation of our life is no longer stable? 
yes. right? The, the, the hobbies that we could rely on, we can no longer rely on. The, the thing I used to go to to be able to relieve stress and pressure is no longer there. Uh, you know, so what does that look like? And I think that when, when we think about, you know, for me as I'm thinking about myself and, and what it means is that, that, that even in scripture, we could see God talking about that there is going to be troubles, on this earth right so understand that as, as a believer and even if it's if it's a new believer you know we have to understand that that having a relationship with god does not mean that life is not going to still happen yeah you know that you're not going to lose your job that you're not yeah. going to get in a car accident that you're not going to you know relationships aren't going to end but what i think is that we have to understand that god has as more of a significant effect on our internal life in in what's going on inside of us yes and I think we have to understand that that the purpose of having this relationship with God is that in the midst of chaos, there's peace. Yes. In the midst of chaos, we have access to strength and peace and joy and love. And those are the things that seem like magic to people yeah. because that's when you truly have a genuine faith and someone can look at you and say, how? Yeah. How are you not freaking out how and it's not that you don't have stress not that you don't have worry but it's that when i'm in these situations of distress who am i relying on yeah because i think you mentioned something so important and this is this is an important thing that we need to acknowledge and that we need to understand jesus is more worried to change your inner world than your outside world yeah mm -hmm. he's he's more worried about changing the position of your heart and the content of your heart than changing the content of what you have in your hands right now because he knows that if he changes your heart and the content and your and your soul everything else is going to change outside of you and i think that um many times we we like you said you know we take this faith as as a tool as a as an option we default to to god if we don't have anything else to go to you know and then we get upset at him because he's not pressing it because he led us to to this chaos you know and the reality is that it, it doesn't work that way and, and the reality is that he wants to shape and change the inside world now um i believe that this is this is such a challenging time not just for someone that identifies with faith, but someone who doesn't, because I think both ways. I've seen a lot of the people that I'm close to, you know, in proximity and in the faith circle, they struggle through this pandemic, you know, because their um, their relationship with God was attached and connected to their Sunday experience in a church. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. So now when that was removed from them, they no longer understand or know what that relationship with God looks like for them because that was the main thing. That was the, 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 the center, the piece of, 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 of their faith. Right. And now they find themselves struggling with connecting in his relationship with God. Now they're struggling to figure out what that looks like, how to live it, you know, and I get it, you know, but the reality is that, I mean, our faith was never meant to be just in a building. Actually, yeah. it yeah. was to be outside the building, right? Yeah. And to sustain us through life and to um, fulfill us and, 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 and deposit this passion to live life, right? Not just to sustain it, but to move us towards a better future. Yeah. So I think that um, even outside and inside, I believe that we have been challenged in this quarantine, the way we, we actually perceive God in this, in this time. Yeah. yeah, and I think that... Um a lot of the reason why people struggle when it comes to their faith, when it comes to that, is that 
we we tend to do that in our in our natural life or we're hoping that our external circumstances are gonna change how we feel internally yes so I'm hoping that if I had more money in my bank account, mm-hmm. then man, I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna be excited about life. Yep. I'm gonna be full of joy. Uh, I'm gonna be at peace with everything around me. Um, but there was a quote that that one of my uh, one of the YouTubers that I listened to, um, he said that 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 more money or having money and wealth only fixes money problems. Mm. And so, <laughs> you know, that for, we understand that, that, um, that having more money, of course, is gonna change the way that your life looks, right? That's yeah. gonna take away a lot of those problems because a lot of our problems can be connected to money, yep. right? But the thing is that when we see people that do have a plethora of resources and money, that, that it doesn't negate problems yeah. as a whole mm-hmm. because we see wealthy people struggle with depression. We see wealthy people struggle with, with understanding their own purpose. We see, you know, people not making wise decisions, uh, yep. even with having more than what we may have. And so I think that's where a lot of the struggle still continues because yeah. we think that, okay, now we, we connect that to our faith where yeah. it's like, God, like, I'm okay with God as long as my outside life looks good. And then we start to realize how superficial our relationship with God actually is. Yeah. So. And you're so right. And I think that um, we need to change that in ourselves that we will perceive God that way. Because God is not just an asset to our lives, you know. It's not just someone who's going to bring growth and and, and wealth and, and, and blessings, you know that that could be a piece of it but that's not the main reason why he's you know present in our lives Mm -hmm. and then um i feel that right now we're in a a time where we don't um take the opportunity to reevaluate and to reimagine right to reimagine our relationship with god um and our faith um i think later on is going to be is going to look very complicated because we're going to default to what we came out of, yeah. you know, yeah. instead of actually reimagine um, the way we do it. And, and, and that's the beauty of God, because the beauty is that, um, you know, I think every season changes the way you interact with him and the way he interacts with you. There's certain seasons that he speaks to you a certain way. He ins- interacts with you a certain way. You develop certain disciplines for yourself. But then the, another season changes and changes and changes. And that's a beauty. That's relationships. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, if mm-hmm. you never evolve or grow yeah. out of that. I think I will question the depth and yeah. the, the organic yeah. relationship that you will have with someone. So I think right now we are in a perfect time where we have to reevaluate that and also reevaluate where, because um, we might identify with Jesus, but our hope can be anchored somewhere else, right? Which I see a lot of the times, you know, a lot of them, they're anchored into, into their political party, Right that they hoping that the political party is going to give them what they want. Yeah. And yeah. not understanding that that's not how it works. Yeah. You know? And, and, and I think we need to, um, it's not that we're, uh, just hopeful for the sake of being hopeful, but I believe, you know, that we're going to be okay. If either or wins, yeah, we're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, God is not by, caught by surprise. He's yeah. not, he's going to be like, oh, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Uh-huh. Like, the reality is that we need to 
incline ourselves and be okay and, and, and actually, you know, understanding that God has the power and the capacity to navigate this. Yeah. And and everything is going to work for our good. Yeah. And I think, you know, when we think about what's going on in our world today and the struggle that people have, and, and I think it's, you know, it's okay for us to engage in, in politics. It's okay for us right. to engage yes. in these conversations. It's okay for us to um, have opinions. It's okay for us to, to feel one, you know, one way or indifferent. But I think the problem is, is that, and I think a lot of people can agree with this, whether you're, you know, believe in, you know, Christian or believe or not, is that when you try to implant God into a specific party and say, oh, yeah. I'm voting this way because of, you know, this is God's, this way. Is God's way. Exactly. And, and I think we have to understand that, that we can't fit God into into what humankind has created, right? Yes. Like like we can't fit God into a box. We can't fit God into um, a certain ideology. Um, we have to understand that every decision that we make comes from our understanding and knowledge of God. Yeah. And so that's where when we make decisions about our life, when we're trying to make informed decisions, when we're trying to, to understand how to navigate through certain complexities, because politics is complicated, because there's a lot of, you know, areas in our in our world that are very complex. But that isn't a concern for God, because if God, if we understand, this is where the level of depth of understanding your faith is important, right? Because if you understand that if God is the creator of all things, yes. then then these complexities are things that are not foreign to God because yeah. God understands the complexities of this world. Yeah. But he also understands the complexity of the human heart. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, when we wait, what the problem is for us as, as humans and as, as, as men and individuals is that, it's that we struggle very much so with understanding the complexities of the human heart. We yep. understand we don't it's we struggle with under, the, the yep. complexities of, of the way people think. And when people think very differently than us and when people come yep. from different backgrounds, it is very hard for us to relate. It's hard for us to understand. And I think that that's why to me being a person of faith and being able to ask the question is how do I engage? How do I interact how do i vote how do i do these things my place of position of foundation always comes from well well i want to be able to model the 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 characteristics of god i want to be able to to love people well and that and and understanding that i'm also in my own journey yeah as a 28 year old man right as as someone who's trying to just continue to grow in maturity and knowledge and understanding so yeah yeah, yeah and, and and i think that's that's so key you know Obviously, we don't want to we don't want to encourage people not to get involved in it. I think the the change is gonna come when we get it, when we engage in some sort of like help and 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 help resolve all these issues, right? Yeah. I think that um. In this time, you know, like you said, you know, we are in different journeys, and the reality is how is Jesus informing my life and this point yeah, in my life? Yeah. You know, because every decision, everything that everything that we talk about is informed by Jesus. You know, even though we don't mention him every time in every episode, that doesn't mean what we talk is not informed by him. Yeah, yeah. I think that we need to pay attention, you know, in the season, okay, God, what is it you're doing in my life? What are you building in me? What do you want me to be attentive and and, and I need to um to be conscious about certain any, yeah. anything that's going around yeah. you know we need to be uh, attentive to that because you know if and, and that only is going to come you know this is this is a challenge right now because we live it in a time where 
we are fed with so much information yeah right with so much information that sometimes that information is the one that informs our decisions and the way we see life right and i think we we need to be careful it's not don't be informed be informed be informed about what's going on outside your surroundings and what's going on but be careful because that can also mislead you mm-hmm. to believe certain things that yeah. are not which you should believe and you should anchor your hope yeah you know yeah and i think that's what's so is so important the way you interact with god is so important the way you you allow god to inform you yeah through your um your relationship with 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 the word with scripture you yeah know? Uh, with prayer and, and, and your interaction with him that's so vital because yeah. if that's not part of your life you're living assuming what he's saying yeah you know yeah and i think the what what people what we tend to do is that when people are getting a lot more information outside of of god where it's just in consuming information consuming you know you know podcasts videos youtube like books and all this stuff or having conversations with people like all that stuff is great right but then what you start to notice is as as we get older and you know you see a lot of people especially maybe people who grew up in church like start to get really conflicted where they say oh man what i learned about god and what i'm hearing from other people just seems like it doesn't it contradicts it's not i don't know and and they start to get really like insecure and doubtful in their faith right yeah Yep. And I think it's because we we are connecting so much to these outside sources and we're disconnecting so much from from the source of God yep. and understanding and this word and, mm-hmm. and even just prayer and all these things. So then what we start to say is 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 these is our foundation of our faith starts to lessen in value and we start to value these other voices where something that I always, I always go to in my head is like. Okay, am I gonna listen to to God or man? Yeah. Am I gonna listen to the yeah. Creator or the created? Yeah. Like, and and I understand that God has created us, so we have value. Yeah. We talked about that before. But what I should always do is every all the information that I'm getting from the outside world, connecting it back to the source, connecting it back to God's word, and, and asking, having those conversations. God, what? what how what do you think about this topic god like yeah. as you're praying and meditating like don't just take everyone's word mm-hmm. for, for as fact because you know, when people sometimes have you know believe something today and then change their mind tomorrow and that's when i always see people when they're like oh all in on this one idea and then six months later you say oh what happened to you didn't weren't you like super into this and they're like yeah well you know i kind of learned something else and now i realize like i don't know if that's true and like yeah but but you were so fired up about it six months ago yeah i know but like now i'm you know i just realized like i and i had a conversation with a friend and now i said something different and and you know it's so easy to change people's minds you know because you're not really anchored to anything that's like deep and real and so i think that's where it's like we where we have to have this 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 uh foundation of where you go back to what do you go back to to really anchor you keep you grounded you know yeah um i wrote this yesterday i was inspired by it. i don't <laughs> know if i was inspired or i was frustrated either way right <laughs> hey but uh, it can come anyway but, right <laughs> and i wrote this and only two people like this so i'm, I'm fine with it you know um I, I, I wrote this. We're li- <laughs> Only hilarious. two people. Hey. Uh, um, we're living in a time where we rather be informed and believe in conspiracy theories rather than to pursue truth. Not saying don't filter and question things. My advice is please be careful what conclusions you draw you drain from this type of information. In the long run, it can change and mess up your relationship with the truth. 
when we are living in this space where we are informed and we are inspired by all these sources, right? Rather than pursue truth, as as we keep moving forward, if that's what informs us, that's gonna mess up our relationship with the truth, you yeah. know, because yeah. we no longer uh, know or value that, you know. So I think we need to invest our time if we're gonna put priority i'm gonna invest my my life in truth right and the truth because i believe that that's gonna help me filter everything else because the truth is always gonna elevate every human being you know there's no other policies there's no other uh, movements that are gonna elevate the human the the human the every human being um as much as jesus did yeah so i think that i rather believe that Mm -hmm. you know than to be informed by something else. Yeah, yeah, and I and you know when I think about a lot of like misconceptions, uh, yeah. you know, another one to me is that 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 people get really confused with the fire and the fight within them, hmm. you know, and and I and I really believe that there that people that have this fire and this fight within them for whatever it is, whatever cause or whatever might be in them. I believe that God has given them the fire and the fight within them. Yeah. yeah. But, and we think that, Oh, like we don't understand where people are getting this passion and this, 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 you know, fight to want to go out and do things. And, and I think to me, it's God given, but the thing is what we tend to do is take what God gave us and and kind of manipulate it, distort Mm -hmm. it and corrupt it. You know, that's kind of like just natural within our hearts. Right. So that's where the the understanding where your foundation lies is that helps you informs the the way that you make decisions, the way that you fight, the, how you use that fire, because a lot of times people use that fire to burn other people. And I would, I would argue that God is not asking us to use our fire to burn the hands of our brothers and sisters and our friends and that's where to me when people speak a certain way about how they need to make decisions how we should not change certain policies because that doesn't make any sense because how could america be racist and people say things like that i'm like and it's like people to me it's like look at like when when you have a a group of people that have been hurt and and there's been you know years and 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 proof is on the wall and it's like and to me when people are fighting back against that my question is who are you loving Mm. Are you just trying to mm. protect your own interest, which yeah. is what we that's what tend we, yeah. to do yeah. is I don't want to pay for that. Yeah. Is I don't want to pay that tax. Yeah. I don't want to pay whatever. It's like, no, we we or are we choosing to love yeah. others and say, hey, maybe and, and for us the ego thing is like we I can't lay down my ego mm. to admit that I was wrong. Yes. Which is sometimes one of the greatest things mm. and most powerful things that you can do in a relationship. Yeah. Is say, Hey, I admit that there is some wrong here. And I want to love you better. Yeah. You know, bro, I, I think that's so, so on point because the reality is that we struggle, you know, we struggle to let uh, our ego and the table and say, look, yeah, I'm, I might not understand what you're talking about. Uh-huh. I perhaps don't even agree. Maybe help me understand. This. Yeah. Yeah. Help me understand what's going on. Help mm-hmm. me educate me rather than me trying to fight my point and trying to um, protect what I believe is my yeah. own interest, you know, yeah. um, that that we need to develop the desire to say, look, I'm not just here for me or mm-hmm. for me to be right. I'm here to fight for people and yeah. us. Yeah. And this is why I think the story of Jesus is so amazing, because, I mean, if you really break it down and say, OK, if Jesus was really fully God and fully man, yeah, came to this earth and 
allowed himself to basically, I mean, already coming to earth was lowering himself, right? Yeah. Was already humbling himself before man and then allowing himself to be killed because you have to understand that he allowed himself to go through these things. Like God, the father, yeah, he wasn't murdered, killed. He was, he willingly laid down his life. He willingly served people. And the fact that he was able to do that, and and the thing that blows my mind is that in society, it's just funny to me how you could see how the, how our ego and our, and, and our, how much insecurity we have amongst ourselves just naturally because the thought of lowering yourself before someone enrages people mm. like enrages people to yeah. say i i you one thing you will not do is is call me less than someone else yeah. is, is i will never allow myself yeah. you always hear that language i'll never allow someone to speak to me that way i'll never and, and uh, granted yeah. i and, always and, hear that and and that and the thing is that so and it's okay like we we want to have a level of respect for ourselves but that's not what we're saying. That's not what yeah. we're talking about. What I'm talking about is when you're willing to put yourself and your interests and your needs down in for the sake of someone else to benefit. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're not willing to do. Yeah. We're not willing to say, I'm willing to be uncomfortable yeah. because if that's going to make you comfortable, I'm willing to do that. Mm. And I'm willing to love you through that. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It, and, and I mean, we went from like where you're anchored. What is... What is your anchor right now, right? What is your source yeah. of to like laying your li- life down, uh-huh. you know, um, your ego down for the sake of someone else's? I think it, obviously everything is connected and formed by this hope that we have, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I believe that <clears throat> in a time like this, there's no better time, you know. I think we must mis we misunderstand that Jesus didn't come in a perfect time. Yeah, Jesus came where when there was oppression all around him his mm-hmm. people was mm-hmm. oppressed there were yeah. slaves of the roman empire and he came not to change a political setting yeah, yeah he came to change hearts yeah because he understood and he knew that the most powerful weapon that he can change is a human soul yeah and if he changed the human soul he can change the world and yeah. that's what he pretty much did yeah you yeah. know and i think we we need to be concerned how do we actually embrace this soap? Allow God to shape mm-hmm. your inside world. Allow God to yeah. shape your soul, your heart, the position of your heart. Because once you allow that to happen, you will see the values and the kingdom of God work among you because yeah. you will see God's hand all over the place. Yeah, and it's it's funny because I'm thinking like, if you realize too, if you look at the narrative of the Bible, yeah. If you realize that God in the beginning in the Old Testament, see, to me, Jesus is is what what God was ultimately doing was fixing the, the true root of the problem and not just the symptom of the yes, problem. Yes. Because what you think about is if you, if you look at the Old Testament, you'll see that God appointed kings. He pointed godly men who were kings, like King, you know, yeah. David. You think about David being anointed as a kid to be yeah. the king of Israel. Yeah, yeah. So clearly as a king... God cared about politics and yep. what was going on and yep. how the people were going to be led. Yeah, yeah. Right. But what, what I'm kind of suggesting and thinking is like, clearly that he did that already. Yeah. He tried, he, he worked through that. He did that. That happened. That, time, yes. that was a, that was part of the history. Yeah. And so to me, when you go to the narrative of Jesus, you see God was no longer concerned with fixing just the symptoms of yeah. the problems. He was trying to fix the root of yes. our problem, which is like you said, the human heart. Yeah. And say it's appointing well, a king is not going to save the people. Yeah, what's going to save the people is the sacrifice. Yeah, the blood of Jesus. Dude, 
Um, I remember, and I, I'll close. This is my last thought. I remember hearing a conversation. Um, someone was asking this pastor, "If you have three wishes, you know, or if you have one wish, what would it be?" Yeah. You know, you can you can do whatever you want. What would it be? You know, and he started thinking about what would I ask. You know, to end hunger, to to end poverty. You know, to wh- what would I ask? And he came to understand. It doesn't matter what I ask for. We have the capacity to mess it up again. <laughs> wow. It's like, what if actually I ask for the human heart to be changed? Wow. Because if we change the human heart, we can change humanity. Yeah. And I think that's a key. You yeah. Know? That our faith, this hope that we have, if we actually embrace it as it is, it can change yeah. the human history and it can change where we at you know we will fight for justice because that's the nature of god yeah we will fight for the oppressed because it's the nature of god we will bring hope to the hopeless because that's the nature of god yeah we will bring joy and reconciliation and we will fight for people we will fight for peace you know not for our own agenda because that's the nature and the beauty of the holy spirit through us yeah that's what we call the kingdom of God here on earth. Yeah. Jesus has spent more time talking about the kingdom of God. And that's what it bothers me. The people constantly talk to, talking about Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back. Jesus. And yes, he, I believe in it. But we need to understand that he talked more about the kingdom of God being amongst us than him coming back. Yeah. You know, and we, because it's easier for us to wait for him to come back than to, to align our instincts and align yeah. our our senses yeah. to what he's doing here yeah and to me it's like let's pay attention to the kingdom and the beauty of god amongst us right now yeah definitely man that's amazing i love it i love it man yeah. i mean you know we could go on this forever I and know, i think I ultimately my, i just want to quickly end with just saying like if you're someone listening and you're you're not a believer you're not a christian you don't believe in god that's okay um that's not what we're we're not asking you or trying to infer anything on you. But my my question would just be, as you can see, our desire and passion is to remove the walls of our heart, remove yeah. the walls of our mind, to remove the 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 shadows over our eyes and just to, to, to honestly walk into this world in a way mm-hmm. where we can see things for what they are yeah. to, to, to shine light on the darkness. Yeah. Cause we can all admit that there's some darkness that we have inside of us, that it's totally. easy for us to hate than it is for us to love. Yeah. And you know, I would just challenge you with that. What is your, like, as we started with, what is the foundation of your life look like right now? Yeah. What is it? And if, what is it, you know, and if, um, I will, I will suggest, you know, give it a chance. Yeah. Jesus would never disappoint you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the the best thing to do is ask more questions. Yeah. I'm a big, big, I'm big on that. You He's got questions. By him. Yeah. By you got questions. Person. Ask more questions and ask the right people the questions. Yes. That's true. <laughs> that's a whole nother Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, man. I love it. I think I, I love awesome. it. I mean, that that was amazing. Hey, man. So, I love it. Hey. Follow us. Uh, give us a like, you know, yeah. suggest any topics that you want. Yes. Um, send us your questions. We would love to talk about yes. them. And and please. Yes. You know? Amen. Hey. We are Soul Tapes Podcast. Hey, we're out. Yeah, I think I finally found what I've been chasing. Thinking that life is always about the destination. Cause when you face it, moving back and forth from places, never finding joy, only a momentary condensation.